Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of We Might Be Overthinking This. I'm your host, Dara Rahim. And I'm your other host, Aliyah Rahim. How you doing? I'm good. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Aww. Yes, we're recording on Sunday. You're my sweetheart. Okay, gross. And really quickly, Valentine's Day news for Harry and oh, Megan. Yeah. Mazel tov to those crazy kids. He got her knocked <laughs> up again. And they said it wouldn't last. And they said they wouldn't last. No, very happy for them. Yeah, and they announced it on Valentine's Day. We desperately need a girl. We really need a girl. Megan would be wasted on all boys. Wasted. But also they could be a cute little like Harry and William if they ever make up. Mm, yeah. Uh, double uh, replication. Oh my god. If it's two boys and maybe like that could like heal Harry's like heart towards William a little bit. Make him like a little bit more like empathetic. Okay. Well I think it's bro. William who needs to be. I know. Who really needs to come to the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we all know that. Harry and Megan are perfect and they make no mistake and they don't do anything to hurt anybody yes, period exactly. period on that well it has been a busy busy week and we are going to get into yeah. all of it and absolutely nothing has to do with the impeachment yay yeah so um, way bigger news than what's going on in dc is bachelor nation more important than america the nation is bachelor, bachelor nation. nation and what has gone down this week um in bachelor nation i want to preface this with like i know i don't know if we've talked about bachelor on the show before. i don't think we have because we are not bachelor heads i want to like preface that yeah. like well, we're not bachelor heads what's funny with all this drama that we're going to get into is that we only started watching The Bachelor with Rachel Lindsay, the first black. Because um, we're racist like that. <laughs> the first black bachelorette because we had to support our sister. Yeah. And then we didn't watch any of the bachelors that were in between. And then, well, we tried right. to watch Becca. Um, yeah, she but so she literally proved why I can only watch it when the principal is a black person. Yeah. I was like, okay, girl, you suck. Yeah. Um, and even though Tasha like sucked, it still was like whatever. Yeah. We were gonna watch um, Claire until she blew up the Bachelorette. Claire, um, <laughs> you literally blew up the Bachelorette. Um, and then Tasha came to replace her all that and got that Jake, Jake season. season. Okay, stay focused. Okay, sorry. We are currently watching only our. Uh, third iteration of, exactly of this bachelor. is our third iteration well, our first bachelor but, right but third iteration of bachelor nation somehow exactly so we don't watch i'm not wedded to the franchise Aaliyah for some reason is like acting like she's not gonna leave like now she's in it, no, I'm, kind of in it. I'm starting to realize how toxic it is and even though you did point out that like yes we watch a million other reality shows that are also toxic and <coughs> racist southern drum it doesn't mean that i'm willing to add another one to my roster like i feel like i'm seeing the opportunity to cut cords early and quick and i'm like if i don't take it now i'm gonna be beating myself up for like ever that i didn't leave that might be true. but let's get into why yeah i feel this yes i why i I feel so strongly exactly and i points are made yes maybe we don't need to be contributing and i wish i was gonna say i wish we could play the full 13 minute uh, Chris Harrison. Well, luckily, the internet is free. <laughs> and you guys so, can Google it. Yeah. We might play some clips. Uh, yeah, we might like play some clips. Mm-hmm. But I think overall, you're going to like get the gist. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. So Chris Harrison stepped in it. He shot himself in the foot. He thought he woke he woke up that day, was like, I'm about to do another one at my millionth interview yeah. for extra. I mean, got pff, extra. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even know it was still on. Congratulations, extra. With my good friend, Rachel Lindsay, who I know personally. Yes, they have a good working relationship. Uh, we're going to chit-chat. We're going to shoot this shit. We're going to catch up. And then I'm going to go... Uh, Continue about my day with my little lady over here. <laughs> uh, I just found out he's dating someone who's, I guess, kind of, I think she's another personality. Um, oh, God. I don't ca- care to remember her name. Yeah. Um, and then he, in the manner of 13 minutes, he managed to. It was 13 minutes and 53 seconds. Everyone's saying 13 minutes, but the interview was actually 14 minutes. Okay, sorry. 14 minutes. I'm just saying. I just uh, like, it's managed to pretty much ruin his 14. career. Yeah. So, it's so funny that last week we talked about. Well, I don't think he ruined his no, career. No, I know. But he. He definitely is having a career setback right now. Yeah. And it's so funny that we talked about. He needs to go sit down for a minute. He does. Cancel culture last week. And that doesn't really exist. But maybe Maybe we're going to find out. It does. Maybe we worked our voodoo. So, Dara, tell me what happened with with Chris Harrison this week. Okay. Well, I think we need to give everyone. I understand that not everyone concerns themselves with Bachelor Nation. And prior to watching it, when people would like talk about like X, Y, and Z, like drama about The Bachelor, I would have no clue what they were talking about. So let's kind of start off from the beginning. And that is that this season we had a historical uh, debut of the first black bachelor. I think that there have been something like 20 plus seasons of just the bachelor, not even including the bachelorette. And none of them have been men of color. They've all been white. They've all been white. So unless you count Juan Carlos, which we do not. <laughs> well, I even think he is no, white. He is white. Oh, but that okay. was their attempt at some kind of diversity. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. Okay. So in comes Matt James, seemingly a palatable person that how all is Matt connected to the bachelor like how did so he get- Matt is connected through the bachelor glad you asked because he is friends with uh Tyler mm-hmm. I don't Cameron Dun- yeah I think that's something like that who was a contestant on Hannah B's bachelorette season he was actually the winner then no 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 no, no. hold no, on he did win he did yes I thought he was a runner-up well then they got back they were dating after the show that's why they're in that pod no, so he was the runner up. I th- oh. We might we might be wrong. I'm pretty sure he was a runner up. The whole thing was that like he was a, the fan favorite that everyone loved, but she then she didn't pick him. But Who then, cares? But then Any she hero. broke up with the other guy, and she like wanted to go back with him, and he was like, "Well, we'll yeah, because he's a hottie. He is a hottie." Um, so he's that they're. Matt James and this Tyler kid are best, best, best friends. Best friends. Like they live together. They live they together. Work out together. <laughs> yeah, they get girls together. Yeah. They just they're in Florida together right now. Great. Best, best friends. So he hooked him up. So Tyler hooked Matt up with Bachelor producers, and he in Tyler, or excuse me, Matt was actually going to be a contestant on Claire's season of The Bachelorette, mm-hmm. but. but I think that one thing, of, yeah. Well, it was in light of like I don't want to. I don't want to say that. But that's though. why I know. Like it, when, but it's like when the Black Lives Matter protest rose rose this summer, and people were I shining know. a light on everything as they should be. One thing that what ABC into, thought we meant was <laughs> yeah. give so us a black instead bachelor. Instead of equal rights yeah. and like not being shot on the street, will we, you settle for a black bachelor? And we said yeah. Will y'all <laughs> shut 
up if we give you a black bachelor. Like, goddamn. So he went from being a contestant on The Bachelorette to being the bachelor. Promotion. Promotion. The first black bachelor. Right. So kind of going to, yeah. He's very palatable to middle america America, white audiences he has he's has a white mother and a black father Mm -hmm. but he was raised by his mom his father wasn't very much in the picture yes he talks about it a lot um but okay so i was hesitant to even not even 100 percent sure that i wanted to watch matt's season and i shared this with you because as soon as i saw him i was like no this is like such a red herring like he this guy is such a clown. Like he's gonna pick a white woman. Like this, I, I, it's just like not gonna, gonna be, be it for me. Yeah, it's yeah. not gonna be it for me. Yeah. And so anyway, we watch it. We watch it. We watch it. And in it, the cast of The Bachelor is actually super diverse. It's the most diverse yeah, cast that, great. which uh, that makes sense because yeah. right. Well, of course, yeah. So anyway, as soon as the show begins to air, there's a lot of backlash about this one contestant that we keep hearing about we keep hearing really problematic things that she's done in the past and some of it's from high school which is fair to judge that through that lens but the first thing that sparked interest in the contestant rachel uh kernell what's her last name uh rachel just call her rachel k rachel k yeah is that a girl on TikTok said that she went to high school with Rachel K and throughout all of high school, if she ever showed any interest or liked a black guy, Rachel and all her friends would really make fun of her for it, for liking quote unquote, quote, black guys. Now, to be, uh, to give this girl grace, uh, no, yeah. but to be fair. Make, okay, I just want to make sure we're giving her grace. Yeah. To be fair for a second, when you watch this TikTok video where the girl who knew Rachel K, um, talks about it it's really kind of unclear rachel's involvement it's a lot of the phrase she uses a lot is rachel's friend group yeah and And the girl's not articulate about the situation like i wanted to be like yeah like fuck this girl but i was like okay this girl makes no sense it came across as very confusing about the deal yeah and i couldn't make any judgment about it one way or the other so when i watched that i was like okay if that's all it is i'm gonna proceed with watching this 24 year old girl old girl on a yeah. reality show in pub in that hangar to the cross yeah it, was she a girl or a woman alia good question i don't know <laughs> we don't know we still don't know yet yeah. um this woman and but more continues to come out okay so then we start to see things that are in my opinion a bit more damning and that is when it comes out that she has done things like like posts of some of her girlfriends mm-hmm. standing in front of a confederate flag smiling like it's clear they're at a party yeah and then there's also photos of friends uh in native american headdress that she's in no she was she's in in one of them as well okay and then the most recent thing to come out is that in 2018 she went to a sorority party where the theme was antebellum old south yeah that and she's in it She's at the party, smiling, sure. having a great time. Yeah. And I think that is, like, crazy. Yeah. And that's when it in really... In 2018. And that's when I think people really started to be like, okay, what is, what's up with this girl? Yeah. What does she believe in? What does she stand for? And also a good thing to note for anyone who wants to say, oh, they're kids. They might not have known the situation. No, well, not only that, but those... Det- 
uh, fraternities and sororities at that yeah. college had banned those parties and in 2016. Mm-hmm. So it was like an off-site party. Yeah. Like they really just still wanted to do it so badly. Yeah. So yeah. like let that sink in and mm-hmm. do whatever that, with that information that you will. Agreed. Um, now when we talk about this, do we want to give any spoilers that oh 100 percent okay spoilers spoilers turn off now we're about to spoil the entire season for you a lot the the word on the street from reality steve who has called almost every season of the bachelor every and bachelorette is that rachel act rachel k actually wins this season Mm -hmm, and that mm -hmm. matt chooses her so i think that like again like if she has gone went home on week five we would. Be, yeah. I think people would be upset, but she wouldn't probably be in the hot seat as much as she is yeah. right now. But it's certainly because it's coming out that she won. won. Yeah, yeah. And she wins with the first um, black bachelor, who also made a very big commotion in the first episode in in, in interviews outside of the show. I knew then. Yeah, how he was concerned of the pressure of having to pick a black woman because he was not gonna do it because, yeah. he's like i want everyone know you know he, he said he I saw like. <laughs> he said he saw lots of comments and like people being like wanting him to pick a black woman um and that he was like you know just well, he said he's actually he said one side wants me to pick somebody because they're of their race and the other side wants me to find love mm-hmm. and i found that to be really telling mm-hmm. no one doesn't want you to find love they just want you to find love with a black woman and if you don't that's fine dude go on your marriage yeah. that way no one's going to whatever i like, don't okay i want it to be very clear that i don't care that matt james picked a white woman no. at all right like that's yeah no 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 it's not even i want to be very clear i don't have a problem with matt james picking a white woman the reason i say i was hesitant to watch the season because i could tell that he was the type of black man who only dates white women yeah that's what i was saying is that i can tell that he is gonna only give the black women and women of color only a certain kind of attention yeah and he does well Sort of. So before I see through it. Yeah. So before we found out that Rachel was the winner right now in the show, I think there's 10 girls left this nine, nine girls and all but two are most of them are black and there's one Asian girl and then the and then the two other girls are um, white. Mm -hmm. So. And he, he has strong connections with black women. And it was actually, when, while we've been watching yeah. it, it's been actually really great to see the black women kind of be the front runners mm-hmm. and get a yeah. lot of, and get a lot of time with him and yeah. see him, um, yeah. Kind of have this chemistry with him and have this potential like love story that he, could play out on, you know, one of the biggest networks in America between two people of color. Yeah. It was exciting. It was, awesome. it was a very exciting to get to, to the uh, the prospect that not yeah. only are we I was doing, ready to eat crap. Yeah. Not only are we going to have a back of the first black bachelor, but he's actually gonna pick a black woman, so we're gonna have the first black, black love story yeah. on in Bachelor history. And that was really exciting. It was prospect. Now he picked a, he picks a white girl. That's okay. Mazel. Mazel. I hope you two crazy kids are yeah. happy. It's who doesn't great. love a white queen or a white <laughs> king every now and then? Are you kidding me? No one in are there. Are you kidding me? No one is advocating yeah. that. 
Um, but I guess people are more concerned. And for me, it's at least it's kind of like people are like, well, how can Matt like be with someone like her? First of all. So but the point is that we believe that Matt has picked this antebellum slave going party girl. Yeah. Who likes photos of people in front of a Confederate flag. My opinion is that there are um, that their beliefs aren't different aren't too far well, right. off. But let's get back but to Chris Harrison. He agrees with her a lot. Yeah, right. Yeah. Let's get back to Chris Harrison because we haven't even gotten into it. Right. So uh, a couple days or a few days ago, Chris Harrison sits to, uh, does an interview with Rachel Lindsay, mm-hmm. who was the first black bachelorette. Yeah. Who is uh, incredibly smart, informative. She's a lawyer. She speaks out about the the issue of race, but particularly the issue of race and, within Bachelor Nation. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like how like she uses her platform and she does so really eloquently. Yeah. And I love her. I think she's so great. Yeah, and, me too. Uh, she brings Chris on the show and they're going to just have a conversation yeah. and hopefully clear the air and kind of figure out what's going on with this, this crazy gal, Rachel Kay. Like, yeah. you know, what's going on, Chris? I mean, the first question out the gate is, Chris, what's your opinion on these allegations yep. against Rachel? Yeah. And out the gate, Chris mm-hmm. is, I mean, he kind of woke up, kind of turned to yeah. defend her. He was over it. He's yeah. over this conversation we're having. Out the gate, he is, he's, he's saying how we need to give her time, grace, compassion. These are quotes for her to be able to explain herself to yeah. quote unquote reasonable people. Um, the first thing, argument that he makes is that. He says, I see that it's she went to some sorority party in 2018. And I'm like, okay, that's it? She went to an, an antebellum party? Well, he actually said that she went to a sorority party five years ago. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. He goes, I saw th- said that she went to a party five years ago. Yeah. Rachel Lindsay can correct him and says, actually, it was 2018. Mm-hmm. And his response to that was, okay. And it's she's like, it's 2018 and it's not a good look. And he goes, well, Rachel, is it not a good look in 2018 Mm -hmm. or is it not a good look in 2021? You know, I saw a picture of her at a sorority party five years ago and that's it. Like, boom, like, okay, well, this this girl is in this book now and she's now in this group. And I'm like, really? Okay, well, there goes. The picture was from 2018 at an old South antebellum party. So I think, you know, when you when you. It's, it's when not, you hold that under the lens, look. it's not a good look. No, it's not a good. Well, Rachel, is it a good look in 2018 or is it not a good look in 2021? It's because not a, a big good difference. look ever. Because uh, we have people because we are just so far advanced in the two years because right. it's only February. It's really only been two years. Right. We're just so far advanced of things we just didn't know in 2018 right like we didn't think celebrating slavery at parties was bad in 2018 2018? like yes yes we did so it's like he's it's crazy that out the gate his defense is talking about 2018 as if it was 60 years ago yeah he immediately starts gaslighting like yeah like literally in it he gaslights people so hard that like he even me at one quick just a quick flash (laughs) i like you know when you can feel yourself feeling something thinking something in a flash when you turn it yeah. off and i'm like 
am I wild? Like, is it just crazy down there in Georgia? Like, they, do they not have that lens? Like, I can understand with like the whole aspect with what with Rachel Lindsay said about not everyone knows everything, and we do have sure, to. But what's also important on the other side of that is that sometimes I think that people can use that thought process as a crutch Mm -hmm. because people of color and other people who also agree that equality is a really important factor in any society have been screaming things like this for decades upon decades. So at this point, I believe if you don't know about that, it's because you're choosing Choosing. not to. I, I agree. And so like, I don't think that these kids who are attending college, so these aren't poorly educated people. These aren't people who are, you know, don't have the reset resources and are yeah. ill-equipped to you know find out about mm-hmm. the history of x y and z yeah. these are ch- kids in 2018 choosing mm-hmm. to celebrate slavery yeah and a romantic dress up as they imagine people as they imagine the owners of slaves did yeah in a celebratory fashion yeah. in 2018 yeah. i was in college i graduated college in 2009 yeah if anyone was doing that in the early <laughs> aughts i would have gone straight to the dean with my head on fire yeah. then so you're telling me that i had the wherewithal to know that even as a, one of a few people of color at my predominantly white institution i would have known hell no is this going down right but no one else has this wherewithal mm-hmm. because of the lens. Like that is such a crock of shit. Yeah. And you're so like, how far are we going to keep moving the goalposts of, well, we didn't know because exactly. I'm no longer doing the intellectual labor. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like if you really want to know, and if you really want to show respect for other people that don't look like you, you'll yeah. find out. Right. You'll, exactly. you would, you would know. Read a book. yeah and it's like yeah there's this like notion because um chris uses this word in his 14 minute interview a lot of quote-unquote woke and woke police the woke police the woke that was so great i think he was really just digging Digging his grave at that point he's he's talking of the woke police coming coming at him coming in the comments on social media then they're and they have they're not he speaks of them as if they're not they're not rational people. They're just yelling to yell. Trolls. trolls. Like they are trolls, right. But there's also this notion that white people like Chris Harrison have that like black people or people of color just have all this PC information yeah. like out the gate and at birth it's given to them. No, I mean yes, I think as black people, we know when something is racist, but the knowledge and the language that we're using that you can read about that and you can learn that. And we have learned, learned that it's from reading and trying to be empathetic and no, but you just hit the keyword reading, reading. like reading. Yeah. This vocabulary is not inherent. Yeah, exactly. And if he for a second stopped talking about woke police in this in these kind those yeah. buzzwords, yeah, maybe he could read a book, right? And it's also like his intention of like people like Rachel Kay who go to antebellum parties, they aren't the divisive ones. Divisive ones, yeah. Divisive, divisive. Oh. I think it's like tomato, tomato. Okay. But they aren't the divisive ones. Mm-hmm. It's the people who are offended by it. 
who are hurting this poor yep. girl and yep. throwing her to the wolves. They're the divisive ones. Because um, that's a quote that he uses. He calls her a poor girl who's now being thrown to the wolves by these unreasonable people. And two years ago, she was a girl and a kid to him. Yeah. But two years later, now she's ready to be married. Yeah. Now she's a woman who... Uh, so who, are you... Now who, you marrying off ch- child brides? <laughs> like, what's the truth, Chris Harrison? Yeah. Like, I... I don't get that like that. And that's what I'm saying when he's like, he's definitely gaslighting anyone who's offended by yeah. it. It's like, you're, you're the, he, and he even he says, says, you're the problem. You're the problem. He says to people he who are getting upset a really by like straw man analogy. Like I, I saw someone tweeted that because she's a Republican that she now is X, Y, this. And I'm like, Oh my God. It's like, that is such low hanging fruit, yeah. Chris. Like shut I'm up. I'm not saying someone probably didn't tweet that, but no, that's, right. but that's, that's not what the majority of these people are are of uh, people are right. saying. Right. And he does that to make you feel crazy. Right. To be like, oh, to well, that you, is psycho. To make you feel like um, you're exaggerating because he makes another example. He says, you know, you look at San Francisco and people are tearing down, are trying to erase Lincoln and George Washington. Chris, 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 I'm going to stop you right there, homie. That's not <laughs> what's happening. No one is trying to erase Abraham Lincoln, the man who's associated with what? Freeing the slaves right. from history. And George Washington, both these men who are on money. Right. Like, the, like, no, that's not what's happening. Have what's, their, like, faces in literal mountains. Literal. Like, what's happening, Chris, is people are tearing down statues of Confederate soldiers and slave owners. People you don't even know the names of, who you probably, yeah. like, that you wouldn't blink one eye of. Tearing down those statues yeah. in the South and in other places and in, and in the North, all over the country, to rename the streets not after Confederate soldiers who fought for the continuation of slavery. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening, Chris. So you exaggerating and sh- talking yeah. about Lincoln and Washington really minimizes the reality that you would like to ignore. A hundred percent. And it's and it and it's like that's a tool of like gaslighting. Like yeah. he's trying to make you, he's using these people, these people on the internet and social media. That that's what he's yeah how he refers to them as just kind of he doesn't use the word trolls, but like he might as well yeah these like irrational, unreasonable trolls who just want to yell about anything yeah and that's just not what's happening yeah and another part of it is that and Rachel Lindsay brings it up is that. The Bachelor has a long history of racism, and so yeah. it's it's the accumulation of all of this. Yeah, it's Rachel K. In the grand scheme of things, is a small, small part part of it. And I do think it's funny now that, in light of all this, that like the attention has kind of gone away from her and what she's done, and more focused on right. Chris. And I kind of think like more rightly so. Not yeah. More maybe not, not maybe not more yeah. rightly so. But I'm happy that now we're kind of. Because Chris represents the franchise, yeah, and the franchise has has never wanted to take responsibility for their actions because they have contestants time and time again that come on the show and then people like, find up with people that? find out that they're associated with X, Y, and Z yeah. have liked race uh, racist. It's usually just their social media profiles. Yeah, that, it's like, just they- their social media problems. It takes 
uh, profiles. It takes one Google search. If the so bachelor, why do you think that is? Because they don't care. Either they like this drama. They like that when this happens and the people watch the show to like see if this person's gonna. I don't know. Like be outed for like yeah. poor behavior. Or they don't care. Like it's not a factor to them to create a space that's not. And I'm not saying oh it has to be all Democrats and liberals. Like no, no one's like saying that, no. Chris. Or whoever that or like, like wants that. Yeah, or wants like, that. I don't really care about that in my reality television. Yeah. But like not liking like QAnon tweets would be yeah, cool. Yeah, because she's also been associated with that. Yeah, she's I think that's like bare minimum. Bare minimum. Like and spreading QAnon hatred. isn't like, that's a recent thing. So like yeah. that's not something you can pass off from like 20, so long, so long ago. ago. Like, right, exactly. So like how do you think like the okay so like i truly do think that matt picks rachel i kind of like i'm hoping oh well chris gave a spoiler yeah in this he kind of like confirmed because rachel Lindsay asked um if he if if the show ever addresses it if it's ever talked about he yeah. says and it is talked about it's on talked about in the women tells all which always happens before the finale the finale yeah before the final two and he said that rachel k was not there and which, he like re-emphasized it. Yeah. he was like she's not there so she hasn't spoke yet and because that's like the a final two contestants are never at the woman tells all right because it hasn't because it hasn't happened yet yeah. like, the finale hasn't happened yet so like the bachelor isn't there and like the top two are not there like well the bachelor still- does come Oh, okay. I'm, oh, you're right. Yeah, and yeah. then kind of gets like shat on by like, yeah. all the women. Okay. Yeah. But it's just like the but women the final who are still two playing are not yeah, there. Are not right, there. that makes sense. Um, so he basically gave the spoiler that at the bare minimum, she makes she it to she's the, in the top two. two. I wonder why he said that. Like, I don't know if it was a slip of the tongue. It or... seemed like he said it so clearly that it like it wasn't something that he was like, oh, shit. I, why did I just say that? He said it so clearly and like just like moved yeah. on and that's kind of what i was thinking. unless like they want us to be like prepared yeah, for like maybe. what's coming but as soon as i saw how like gassed up he was to defend this girl yeah or that woman, is what like you were calling this woman, that. i was like, she, like she won, won. like he like, like i didn't want to believe that be, when you were saying like, it he, he he really goes to the map for her yeah I don't know if it's necessarily going to that for her specifically, or he is just so upset that people are calling someone racist. That's really what it is. It's like, I don't want anyone to call me out because it's uncomfortable. So I'm going to defend this woman who's now being called out. It's yeah. like, you, you need to be more upset about the racist behavior than you are someone being called a racist. He's definitely more upset that she's being called yeah. a racist. So, yeah. But so he, the repercussions of it have that he has been asked to step aside, which I think is fair. And I think the language step aside is it's, fair. It's temp- they, they've already said it's going to be for a moment of time. I don't think that it needs to be forever. Like, I, I won't be mad. So, like, but I, I think, think I hope like he has also demonstrated. Chris Harrison has also has. demonstrated some really great points. And it's like, yeah, you know, when we were w- talking about how we watched um, Claire's season, mm-hmm. there is a, a guy on man who like. I won't give you the whole thing, yeah. but like he really like gives Claire this really misogynistic tirade. Like I honestly, it was like borderline violent. Mm-hmm. And like when he comes out, like this is how bad it was. Like of all the 30 men, like all of them were like, dude, you are trash. Like I would never speak to a woman like that. Yeah. Like I would never speak to a person like that. Mm-hmm. And Chris Harrison was like, 
very, very, very vocal and very yeah, adamant that the way he talked to to Claire was like absolutely unacceptable mm-hmm. and like and that it was particularly sexist. Yeah, and he's like, I'm gonna give you one more chance to apologize, and the guy like wouldn't do it. He's yeah. like, because like it's so not a good look. So like he does. I I I do think that if he were really kind of maybe made more aware of the situation that he I don't think he's like a hateful person and I don't think he's a person who like this is something so bad that he can't he stuck his foot in his mouth he really was defending a slavery party and yes that is bad yeah but I think there's redemption from that yeah and you know he said in his statement I won't even read it but you can go look it up if you'd like to because he of course made a statement um that about and I think lots of people make this kinds of statements when they are apologizing for this of like taking the time to learn and to change and to quote unquote do better so yes because of those things that we have seen from Chris in the past yeah I do actually hope that this is a quote unquote learning opportunity for you Chris and that you listen to other people you listen to black people the black women that you interact with yeah and the black men that you interact with and the people of other people of color and that you do some reading. I really can't emphasize doing reading more yeah. like enough. Yeah. Like it's not just about listening. Like you do have to go take your own time and do reading to process and learn about this information yeah. and to reflect on your own behavior and understand why people are upset, why this is ha- like yeah. why you're it's it's gotten it was so severe that you have to step aside from your 25 year job. Do you think that this at all will alter or affect his friendship or relationship with Rachel Lindsay. Like, do you think he's like a little like oh, mad, mad at her? Oh, if he I is, mean, piss off. He really can't be. Is that no. like she was like leading? She, no, she gave him. She gives him so much rope to hang himself. Like, well, right, but maybe he like doesn't like that. Maybe he's like, damn, like couldn't she didn't put any words like, in his mouth? Shut up or something. Why? She knows that this is, these are his feelings. If she didn't know he was going to talk about this. But he took the bait and he like he came with no talking points. Yeah, clearly. He came, like this was off the off the dome. Yeah, uh, totally yeah. off the dome. No prep before. She said there was no PR on the call. Rachel Lindsay said that. Yeah. That so there was no one there to be like, OK, let's wrap this up. Like this is getting bad. Like, yeah. So he just talked and talked and talked. He does most of the talking in this. Yes. That's what I'm like. How can he be mad at her? Like the the interview is probably 90 him, 10 her. Like yeah. she really doesn't talk. Yeah. Much. And she even said on her own, she has another she has a podcast. And she said, you know, people were like, "Oh, Rachel Lindsay's not pushing back enough." Like, yeah. why isn't and she goes, "I just sat back cuz I knew I didn't have to do anything." Yeah. That he would dig his own grave and that these are she's like, "I knew he had these beliefs. I just didn't think he would share them in public." Yeah. And well, he did. He's probably like, ah, no one will watch this extra interview. Yeah. Jokes on you, brother. There's the Maybe internet. he was thinking that. And also, I don't think that he thought what he was saying was that bad. He doesn't. He doesn't. He really thought he was like, let me go out and be a voice. Like, there's a lo- big chorus talking against this woman, Rachel. Okay. Let me go out and be the, like, just be a, another opinion and try to be bring reason to it yeah that, not that he was but i think that's he, but he no, no, was no, trying to do that. yeah is that's bring like reason what he thought he it. was doing he's like i'm gonna come i'm like the moderate white man like i'm pretty like up until that point and maybe i'm wrong because i'm new to bachelor yeah. nation but chris harrison's always 
come off to me as a very unproblematic white man. He's, he's just there. Yeah, he's just there. He's not hurting anyone. He seems like pretty like kind and fair. Yeah. So like it was kind of like okay, like white guy gonna come and like tell everyone to like simmer down. Mm-hmm. But it was like Man-spying. oh my god, like it was the total opposite. Like it total totally backfired. Opposite. And you in that moment became so problematic in fourteen minutes. You made up yeah. for like the past two decades. And it was so funny the because he even said like he even said, I'm sorry for talking over you there. <laughs> I just told her to stop talking over me. Like, she is on a hundred million. I've, today, I just went, oh, I, I mean, it's literally been nonstop since the moment we go, woke up. I was like, we have to record today because you won't shut up. I have a lot of She's had an opinion about literally every single thing. She had an opinion about cracking the wall. <laughs> um, it's so funny that he even said, I know people are going to come after me for this and for saying this. I know. So, oh and I, he just didn't expect it to be this. Yeah. He was like, okay, I'll get like the typical Twitter drag. Mm-hmm. And he even says to Rachel, you know, depending on how this is edited. So funny that he uses that. He's like, oh yeah, depending on how this is edited. And it's a full 14 minute just tirade of him yeah. talking rachel says and know. i think like even like when he said that like that was kind of like a dig At, yeah that it was like a dare to extra to be like yeah you know we're gonna play the whole thing yeah so you can't even say like they were like edit what yeah like, no like these are your words of being like like he got to be like well that was taken out of context exactly well, guess what it wasn't yeah yeah. He was like, at worst case scenario, it'll be a two minute soundbite that they mm-hmm. play. I'll get dragged on Twitter. I'll say it was taken out of context and then I'll be over. Yeah. And yeah. And it's kind of funny that like in the light of this, I feel like Rachel K taking this time now to issue her apology. Didn't you say she did one? Yeah. Can you tell me what it said? Because I never. I sent it to you. I was you like, so bo- like ignored me. Because I'm just like, so I think I was so exhausted from the Chris Harrison drama that I was like, oh God, now she's talking like I couldn't even be bothered. Um, like, do you know how exhausting these white people are? I know. Yeah, I will read her. Um, I will read her apology because like it actually wasn't. You said it wasn't that bad. Yeah. You were like, maybe I'll go to an antebomb part. <laughs> I said the apology. <laughs> no. <laughs> I said it sounded like it, it. Most of it sounds like it's not her. Like that someone wrote. Right. Uh, but the, I will give her like the last two paragraphs I thought were like well said. And it sounded actually like. Okay. Like her. Hit me. Should I read the whole thing? Yeah. Okay. So this, this apology came like a day or maybe a day or maybe two days after the Chris Harrison mm. interview. Okay. And I, I was thinking, I think it's funny that she finally made her statement because people had been asking her to make a statement and it, cause it had been six weeks since these, I think that she was like right now exactly. is the time to slip in. Yeah. While everyone's distracted. Or not her. Chris, because I don't maybe know the she, producers. Her, yeah. Her PR yeah. was like, now is the perfect time to say something. No one's giving a fuck about what you're mm-hmm. saying. Okay. While there have been rumors circulating, there have also been truths that have come come to light that I need to address. I hear you. They always say that. And I'm here to say I was wrong. I'm going to add my own little uh, inflections to it. Thank you. Home down here. (laughs) At one point, I didn't recognize how offensive and racist my actions were. I was just going about my life. Right. But that doesn't excuse them. My age or when it happened does not excuse anything. I kind of like that she's also 
um distancing herself from chris because like mm. like she's using the defensives that he was giving her as being like no 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 she's using that to guide her what she needs to say yeah yeah they are not acceptable or okay in any sense i was ignorant but my ignorance was racist i am sorry to the communities and individuals that my actions harmed and offended i am ashamed about my lack of education but it is no one's responsibility to educate me I am learning and will continue to learn how to be anti-racist because it is important to speak up in the moment and not after you're called out. If you're a person who doesn't understand the offense in question, I urge you to learn from my mistakes and encourage you to use them as teachable moments. Like, it's so funny because, like, Chris did not see that they were racist. Right. And she's being like, if you, like, I just think it's funny that she's oh, distancing herself I see. from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, kind of the show's distancing themselves yeah. from him. Um, as for my family, I love them and how they raised me to be my own individual. They've always been, always encouraged me to have my own views, opinions, and beliefs. This is where I think this part is where it starts to, I think, sound more like her personally. As I was thinking about what I wanted to say, I couldn't help but think about how sick people must be of reading these kinds of statements. How a person didn't realize the trauma that their actions would inflict on other people. It must get so exhausting. I want to put my energy towards preventing people from making the same offensive mistakes that I made in the first place. And I hope I can prove this to you moving forward. Racial progress and unity are impossible without white accountability. And I deserve to be held accountable for my actions. I will never grow unless I... I recognize what I am, what I have done wrong. I don't think one apology means that I deserve your forgiveness, but rather I f- hope I can earn your forgiveness through my future actions. Okay. I thought that last bit was pretty good in the grand scheme of like apologies yeah. and of this sort. It was certainly better than Chris's. I won't even like read that. Yeah. But, and again, for these kinds of actions, I do think that people can learn and yeah. grow and shouldn't be quote unquote canceled like and that she will have to constantly probably answer for these things. Well, in Chris's apology, he does say by excusing historical racism, I defended it. I invoke the term woke police, mm-hmm. which is unacceptable. I'm ashamed yeah. at how uninformed I was I was so wrong I think it's crazy how he kept saying woke police like I think we got like a little window into how he talks in his living room yeah and it's yeah and it's like it's like being over like your friend's house and like their dad talking and it's like they're not like being like overtly racist Uh like they're not like dropping like (laughs) slurs but I'm still like getting like tight in my neck yeah like they probably had like you know like an an, you know this was an eyes in middle school they had like an Al Gore bumper sticker on their car but like would say things like this and I would just be like oh my god get me out of here get me home like that's the kind of like um I love you always kind of make yourself sound younger than you were Al Gore when you were in middle school no no honey you were in high school no no honey I will cut you like a (laughs) fucking fish I was in eighth fucking grade in 2000 bitch come uh, for me <laughs> we'll have to do that are you joking oh maybe you are okay i don't know i kind of remember being like myself in sixth grade <laughs> okay well seeing how we're like kind of five years apart that'd be like kind of like impossible uh, yeah yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> 
We'll move on. We'll move on. I digress. No, like literally, like you need to like, <laughs> no, we're not moving on. Like don't ever say uh, that. Maybe I'm more thinking, I guess maybe of Bush's second term. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Of. I'm, yeah. Bobby, okay. I'll take Which a Which was that. John Kerry. Yeah. I, I'm aware. <laughs> Which I worked on his campaign my senior year. Oh, for U.S. government phone bank, yeah, yeah. <laughs> had to it was required. Okay, well, I did more than the required hours, though. Okay, I'm so proud of you. Okay, so Case. again, I am not the woke police. There's hush. All right. Speaking of apologies, speaking of apology tours, <laughs> we love apology tours from white people. Okay, actually, can we maybe like switch course and instead of like talking about that apology tour, mm-hmm. talk about the treatment of women in media and go like straight to like the demi cover sure okay what i want to talk about is this week okay we got the cover of us weekly we get delivered weekly. we get it to delivered our to house. our house like i don't want i'm not trying to brag but like we, <laughs> yeah, we get us weekly money yeah like we get that subscription it's really not a thing for us um <laughs> i know don't write me telling me to talk my privilege <laughs> um, don't think i'm not relatable anymore yeah exactly because stars are just like us yeah. but <laughs> demi moore was on the cover and i just like think like right now is like a really interesting time with like because of the britney doc we're not really gonna go into the britney Spears doc there's plenty of podcasts but who do that britney. but like we're gonna just talk about the way that the media treats women, but particularly the way they were treating women in the early and mid aughts. Mm-hmm. But we got the Us Weekly cover and Demi Moore, who is like, I think like 58 years old. She is, she is. Was on the cover. First of all, why? First of all, leave Demi alone. She's literally not active in terms of like, movies she's making right so like, she's like, <laughs> like shading her it's like so she's like not doing anything like literally like she's not doing anything like no one's hiring her just like <laughs> stop bringing her up so it's like why are you talking about demi moore who it's like like it's right. 1990s as if she's the biggest actress right. in the in the world right now because she's not so you're bringing this woman who's 58 years old but can we say what the cover says yes yeah exactly okay so the cover is like two photos of her like side by side one is like her and like she's like has like really exaggerated makeup so her cheeks look like super super defined and like like, makes it look a little kooky yeah and then like another photo is just like her looking like normal and beautiful Mm -hmm. but she like has very minimal makeup on just like looks normal and like i don't know where it went but it was like what did she do to herself like aging terribly like cry for help cry for help and it's like no like i literally when i saw that my jaw dropped like we are not doing this in 2021 anymore no we're not doing it anymore to anybody right exactly like i was literally like are we really gonna keep dragging women for their looks and for aging and for aging and but the thing is, the the gag is that she the 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 one picture where she does look psycho is from a runway show where she was wearing exaggerated makeup for the show. For the show. And then there's a picture two days later where she looks like her normal self, and she looks absolutely and gorgeous. And she looks and she's great. wearing like glasses and no makeup, and she looks amazing. Like you're two years away from sixty. Where? Wh- where? Who? Who? Show me your driver's license. And she's in a photo with Christy Turlington and Kate Moss, icons only, bitch. Legends only. And she looks amazing. amazing. They all do. And they're yeah. all literally like pushing 50 and 60. Yeah. But like, 
the men in Hollywood. Oh my God. Have you seen The Undoing? Oh Hugh Grant's Do lines. not bring up the hunt. Oh my God. That man is like a freaking map with all the lines on his face. And like they never like show a picture of like Leonardo DiCaprio oh my God. where he keeps his extra cookies. <laughs> like I actually like Leo. It's and crazy. that is not, I'm not body shaming Leo because no. one, I think he has a cute little body. <laughs> That's I think more personal cute, to you. I think, I, I think you have a cute little shape. <laughs> but, and I don't think he should be shamed. I'm not like insinuating, no, Us Weekly, do this instead. Yeah, it's like, but I'm saying like, but you never would. And like yes. Demi Moore is like 58 with little abs. Literal abs. And you're like aging like shit. And she's not, she's literally lives in like Wyoming. Yeah. With her ex-husband and her and her kids minding her own business. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, she does. He she is quarantining with Bruce. Like she hangs out with Bruce. Yeah, she's they like got, they're basically like remarried. Yeah. Like she's so it's like why are you bringing this woman who isn't even like and like that's what I was gonna say. It's like it's not like this is like someone who's really hot in Hollywood right now. I can't think of someone like right. I don't know like a Jennifer Lawrence right or something like that. It's or maybe even like Jennifer Aniston because just because she's yeah. like an old like and I'm putting this in quotes like an older actress but always relevant right. So like if they Damn. got like a bad picture of her, I could see why they would put that. Yeah. I, no, I I can't right. see why, but it would just like I'd be like oh they're because she is one of the biggest like, actresses. But it's like you literally just like pick someone why? like why what, what does that do narrative do of you trying to imply that mm-hmm. a 58 year old woman is no longer beautiful yeah. to your standards mm-hmm. what does that do for anyone and the cry for help thing because she's talked about in her memoir like that she has gone through um alcohol problems and yeah. mental health issues it's specifically like the mental health issues it's yeah like, Hollywood always demonizes women with mental health issues and often those mental health issues come from being in Hollywood. Yeah. So it's damned if you do, damned if yeah. you don't, damned when you do. Like it's it's so like I just like felt in that moment I was like god, what would it feel like to be just reminding your own business and at the grocery store just see your face like that. Right. And just to see a magazine saying that you look like crap and you're going crazy. Yeah. Like, and it's always women going crazy. Always women. It's always women always going women. crazy. And it's like, even this week, it's Army Hammer, who's actually going through a meltdown right now with his life. Yeah. Who's going through a divorce, being quote unquote canceled for mm-hmm. abusive behavior. Mm-hmm. The picture that they use of him. He looks great. He looks great. But if it was a woman, they would, and actually you can see it. It's Army Hammer looking great. He's uh he's like looking kind up, of looking thoughtful looking thoughtful yeah chiseled and literally in the in the, the next headline on the right is about katie kirk and how people, i guess nobody wants her to be the host of jeopardy i don't know who cares yeah and how everyone's hating her yeah. and the picture of her is like looking angry and tank and, and i know that's just a part of like editing for a, a tabloid but it's the it's the inconsistency for men yeah. when it comes to men and women. Yeah. Like, and it's just like growing up and seeing these tabloids that would like ridicule women's bodies from every angle under the sun was so normal growing up. Oh, yeah. And it did affect how I viewed my body. A hundred percent. So now as an adult woman seeing those headlines and now having the language to be like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't like don't 
take that on you need to say that that is absolute bullshit and are we really using the narrative of calling women ugly to sell paper still like that's so that's all you guys got i mean close it up like close it up shop and it it is all they have like if you look at us weekly now that i mean that magazine should be so popular it used to be so thick it's like 10 pages now so do you think it's kind of like shows like a dying like it is like about like not saying that like there isn't sexism and other forms of media but i do think that tabloids are kind of dying because like social media allows celebrities to make their own narrative so strongly like Mm -hmm. demi Moore. i don't know if she does or not but all she needs is like an instagram and like everyone starts attacking like us weekly for how like terrible they are like you can't control celebrities narratives anymore or as much as you could yeah as much as you yeah exactly i beg to differ well right. but uh that's that's a topic for another time another yeah bad. so i just think like it's really important to call that stuff out when you yeah. see it because speaking of someone who had men- has mental health issues and it was comp- constantly teared down by the media and who's now kind of having her history rewritten britney yeah. spears yeah. like she you knows it's really nice to it's see. really nice to see that you know at, since like people have been saying it for a long time but like this but I also think it's therapeutic for her fans. Oh, definitely. To he, to be made valid. Yeah, their, yeah. But also, like, because, like, when all that stuff going out, going on, like, I think I was a junior in college when the Blackout album came out. So mm-hmm. I was, like, a junior, senior when Circus came out. So, like, I was in college, like, around, like, kind of, like, the crux of the downfall Mm -hmm. and like we just didn't have the language or the tools to identify like Mm -hmm. how dark the treatment of her really really was and how really steeped in sexism and hatred of women it really was so i think when you don't have the tools or the words to say to even know what it is to know you really internalize things really badly yeah well when you don't have the tools or the other vocabulary to know what's happening you can only take in what vocabulary is, is right in front you. of you which is that like she was crazy she was a bad mother she and was like a all, slut and also she like was a how whore. much do they make fun of her for her post baby body oh too like God, now yeah. she's not hot so now mm-hmm. that she's not hot she's a joke yeah Mm-hmm. You know, now that she isn't, you know, digestible for everyone, she that yeah. this is what's making her a joke. Uh-huh. And it was like when she was better and what she was pursued again, it's because she had lost weight and put a wig on and yeah. looked like the old Britney. It's not because like she had done anything was like, no, like I was really unhealthy and now I'm happy because of X, Y and Z. It's mm-hmm. like, no, like they just like put new batteries in the doll again. <sighs> yeah, and absolutely. like that's that's super unhealthy for like someone in their early 20s to kind of like just be taken in especially someone who like bought her first debut album when i was in sixth grade yeah so like seeing like when she's propped up and when When she's she's torn down and so like now having this narrative of like no all of that was was fucked fucked. up like sorry to you but Mm -hmm. like everything that you ingested about Mm -hmm. one of your first pop stars was really fucked up yeah and yeah. none of it should have been happening. Right. Not the sexualizing of her, not the obsession about her virginity, not the obsession about whether her Gosh. boobs are real. Yeah. None of that should have been happening, mm-hmm. period. And it's like, now I'm like, whoa, like that was all fucked up. Yeah. And I was 11 years old watching <laughs> it being like, oh, this is how women are talked to. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I think it's vindicating literally for a society. Like it's cleansing <sighs> yeah. the society. Yeah, it, it really is. And I think also very importantly, for Britney herself 
And I think one person who... No, more for me. Yeah. Okay. So she... Yeah. Oh, who? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually <gasps> happened so, to her. I'm sorry. Have you healed? Are you healed? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, did I just tell you I was in sixth grade when I bought her first album? And it scarred me. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. We're back to Britney. I think that Britney is, is feeling, you know, uh, reassured mm. and validated by... The documentary, her, com- her confidence, yeah, and also just the support she now has from yeah. from fans and other celebrities coming out in support of her. And now for someone who has had to reckon with how they treated Britney um, oh, back yeah. then is just on Mr. Se- Mr. Sexy back himself, yeah. uh, Justin Timberlake. Who people have been for not just since the documentary, which aired like only two weeks ago or maybe a week ago. Yeah. For years, people have been saying that Justin Timberlake should be at least uh, should at the very minimum apologize. And then I guess at the most, I don't know, be held accountable for his actions in two separate scenarios. One, his treatment of Britney Spears and two, his treatment of Janet Jackson. Yeah. 100%. So a couple of days ago, um, he issued, fi- I guess, finally, um, his apology uh, to. It's like I know. Lackluster. I think we can. You can just judge for yourself because I'll read it. Judge it for yourself. Um, he issues this po- apology. I'm apology in quotes. I've seen the messages, tags, comments, and concerns, and I want to respond. I'm deeply sorry for the times in my life where my actions contributed to the problem where I spoke out of turn or did not speak up for what was right. I understand that I fell short in these moments and in many others and benefited from a system that condones misogyny and racism. I specifically want to apologize to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, both individually, because I care for... Are you doing it individually or are you doing it kind of... On it's a just one. Two for one uh, yeah. combo deal here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, 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 what are we doing here? Yeah. Because I care for and respect these women and I know I failed. Again, I also think it's like Britney Spears, a woman that like... I understand they were teenagers, but like at the a woman you dated like and knew intimately can't even give the like respect of a real thoughtful well people are famously not the nicest to their ex i know but you would think i mean they've interacted in the past like they're grown-ups like they both have kids that you could do it for maybe a high school whatever i also feel not everyone's as sentimental and romantic as you are leah no it's calling a mature not being sentimental I also feel compelled to to respond in part because everyone involved deserves better. And most importantly, because this is a larger conversation that I wholeheartedly want to be a part of and grow from. Do these apologies sound vaguely familiar to you guys? Are we, have we seen this movie before? God, it's like a song that just won't stop effing playing. Yeah. The industry is flawed. It sets men, especially white men, up for success. It's designed this way. As a man in a privileged position, I have to be vocal about this. Because of my ignorance, I didn't recognize it for all that it was while it was happening in my own life. But I do want to... I don't. I do not want to ever benefit from others being pulled down again. I have not been perfect at navigating all of this throughout my career. I know this apology is a first step and doesn't absolve the past. I want to take accountability for my own missteps in all of this, as well as be a part of a world that uplifts and supports. I care deeply about the well-being of the people I love and have loved. I can do better, and I will do better. The end. It's like the end. whatever. It's that apology is just like what. 
I don't know what that it was a lot of mumbo jumbo a lot of generalizations I needed a lot of I really didn't like that he just put Brittany and and Janet because it's two separate things Mm -hmm. two different people um in the same like line he talked about these generalizations of like what society is but I kind of wanted him to just be like if you were going to make an apology at all for it to be more specific about what you did. you weren't just caught up in some system and i understand that you were a young i will call you a boy because she was a girl and yeah you you were very young at this time and yeah incredibly famous and I, and I get that yeah but over time you've had a lot of opportunities to actually take accountability for yeah. it as an adult man with yeah. you know married with kids and you haven't done this. And this, like, I get the sense that, like, it was, like, someone called him. It was, like, Justin, you find, you have to do this now. Yeah. That's like, ex- but that's exactly what it feels like, though. It's, like, someone was, like, Justin, it's after this documentary. And, like, I don't know. Because they put documentary him on the spot in the documentary. Coming. Right. Like, you have to get in front of this. It's, it's gone to the point you can't ignore yeah. it anymore. Or you're going to look really bad. Yeah. And or, you already do. But, like, yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Yes. Like, where you can't, like, come back from it. Yeah. And so it was just, like, I, I, I get the sense. Like the on the other in a phone call, he was just like, "Oh my god, fine, can you write something? Yeah, for me? and I'll freaking post it to my Instagram. Yeah, the thing I don't even like. If he even he, did that, he doesn't even run his Instagram. That's what you I'm can saying. freaking tell. Like this is not what. But like, yeah, most huge celebrities don't. But I'm just saying, like, so like his he wasn't even like, and then I'll post it. Like he probably like yeah. he just probably read it once to approve it. And was like, okay. And it's, cause it's just like, you know, someone has said to him in the past, like, do you want to say something? And he was just like, no, these haters, yeah. these people coming at me, they don't know. Like, what did I do? Like, right. I think he's just like, what was I supposed to do? Right. Like, and I think like, I just want to talk about, like, about Britney specifically because they do talk about it in the documentary. And you brought up a good point. It's like, oh, is he getting damned for making a music video or writing a song because Crimea River buffs and I will not take that away from him yeah. ever. Yeah. I will still listen to it. It's a great song. It's a great song. And the answer is no. Like, he's not being torn down. Something did happen to him. He was cheated on. And well, we actually don't know that 100%. Right, guys. We don't. Allegedly. Yeah. But he was hurt in a relationship, I guess. And he has the right to talk Express about that. Express that through his art. And yeah. And that's fine. It's the way he... The way he used it as a stepping stone. As a stepping like stone. To, like, he stepped up on her back. He, when people were tearing her down to lift him up he yeah. allowed it and he liked it he he allowed it and he really liked it yeah it's it's for may it's also like the p- kind of sense of enjoyment he seemed to have taken because from her he downfall. was trying to shed the skin of insane but also the he wanted to shed the skin of being britney spears's boyfriend Boyfriend. because Mm -hmm. both of those things were seen as uncool Uh and he now wanted to be seen as nothing but cool exactly so when people were starting to make fun of her yeah but at the same time applaud him yeah he loved it and he ate it up and he wasn't at any point gonna stick at his neck and say that okay you guys stop making fun of her yeah like i can be cool without her being for allegedly doing something that everyone has done or or at least some variation of that right like exactly you know like is she the first person to To betray to betray she's she's with with? yeah and and it's it's also like at the time when she was being called 
a whore yeah. or a slut for doing that. Yeah. He was then got to be hypersexual and, you yes. know, and talk about taking her virginity yes. and brag about it. Yeah. Justin Timberlake is in the house. And I just want to ask you one question. Did you Britney Spears? <laughs> yes or no? Oh, man. Come on, man. Okay, I did it. No, yeah! And it was also seen about town with a lot of different women. Yeah. And getting and to, that wasn't and, and also, right. also very physically like his body changed he right got seemingly yeah. hotter and, and more mass like more and manly was, yes more more manly and yeah. on lots of covers of the ma- of magazines with his shirt off where she was being damned for doing those same mm-hmm. things for being posed, when adults were putting her, her in sexual positions when she was like 17 18 exactly posing like lolita on the cover of rolling stone like yeah, so it like the hypocrisy was just too much. The hypocrisy was too much. Yeah. And he just really relished and like And I think he also liked the idea of like Britney's fears like kind of being like erased from like the mainstream because like he wanted to separate himself from that so much so that much. it was like it was only benefiting for her to, for him if she kept getting torn down, kept getting mm-hmm. torn down. Like I don't think that he would have liked it to have seen to continued to like win yeah and been on like the same level as he wanted to leave yeah. all of that in the dust yeah. even on the next and it's like it's again when it comes to his music and its art it's like that he does that he talks about her it's fine but because it, it is his story to tell I mean, right it's right, right, still right. done like look at justin and selena like there are still songs that people still like tie them together it's like, yeah oh, is that song about them yeah justin bieber and selena in case there are maybe like old heads who don't know the who difference don't know. between those justin okay, now we're jumping genres <laughs> uh, or, generations. or generations but it's like even you know uh what goes around comes around on the next album people yeah were like oh that's oh, is that about britney yeah you know like he yeah and it's like I don't know if she did that as much. Like yeah. she has the one song every time where I think that feels like it was like you'd have to it feels like people telling you her have well it felt like people telling her you have to participate in the story now too. Yeah. Yeah. And like you and ha- apologize. And really. like but like we all know like Britney doesn't really write her own music that we've heard. Mm-hmm. So I felt like someone being like, you have to participate. She's got bops in the vault. Right, exactly. <laughs> but it's like, I felt like someone saying like, you have to participate in the storyline too, but you also have to play the role that Justin has made you yes, out to be. Exactly, exactly. Which is like, are you fucking because kidding me? Hero. Could you imagine yes. someone like telling yeah. you that? Like, like, you have to sing this song, but like, but that's not the character I actually am. Yeah. Like, no. And that's not what but, like his, his narrative has won out. So now if we're going to play it. Yeah. We have to play it on that. His like, one that's di- crap. His one dimensional narrative of what of you, yeah. gets to play out as the um as the Bible, as the yeah. gospel truth. When they're in realities are probably their relationship was probably very complex and there was other um factors that contributed yeah. to the demise of their relationship. Yeah. Like all right. And it wasn't just this one thing, thing. that exactly. happened. But no, he gets to tell you know, he gets to tell his story and that's what's what's that's the truth. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy that there's at least not that he, I'm not even I don't even care that he apologizes, whatever they have. Janet and Brittany haven't said anything in response to his, um, his apology. I'm happy more so that like people are seeing it more with a hindsight. And a yeah. Tool, and um, with yeah, a hindsight vision of what actually occurred. 
so that hopefully it doesn't happen again. But yeah. as we can see from that Us Weekly cover, it probably will. Yeah, but no, to that point, that's a really great point. Is that like the Britney Spears documentary is like really well well made and like makes mm-hmm. a lot of like incredibly important points like about like you know celebrity culture and how you know different people get trapped in different narratives and whatnot but i think that like the like i think that the point you just made might be one of the most important points is like now like when celebrity dramas are like taking place are we gonna have the tools to be like whoa whoa, like that's like this is what's happening Mm -hmm. and i think that that no i do think that that could happen it's you know it's really hard because like when you're shown something in a documentary it's shown to you in a tunnel of like just clips upon clips and it's like oh like yeah like it just gives it to you like shoved in your face you have to have the wherewithal to like decipher Mm -hmm. media like that on your own and i do think that's why like i think it's the one benefit to these magazines like us weekly i think should go under like yeah f them yeah and like what and it's great that like celebrities narratives aren't solely like live and die by uh, what us weekly or people magazine says so, yeah because now there is social media now i think people have the tools on to the be fans like, have such a voice and the fans have so much more of a voice yeah like to to like to literally stand with them yeah stand yeah. with a d and stand <laughs> Uh, yeah and kind of be like and call i think i mean that's literally how beyonce plays the game her fans are like her pr agents like they're like you know what i mean yeah and like and not even only defending her but like with the clips that they flood of the tyrants of her like behind to like paint this portrait of like that's and Mm -hmm. and she's not the only celebrity whose fans do that up but i think it's so powerful Mm -hmm. it's like we paint the image of the artist now yeah we decide yeah we decide who they are to us and like yeah yeah and like you don't get to tell us who they are and when their career's over we do we do boom boom but yeah that's a great place to wrap it up too yeah because you definitely been, okay like definitely what been overthinking everything oh we've been overthinking this and that the yeah in the wall and i mean i'm scared for what you're oh, gonna keep talking about no i'm done i'll keep it quiet i'm done are you done um, um, we've we've thought enough for today. I will oh, not. I will not think. Just give me a woman who's quiet. Yeah. Oh, that's what I like. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Aaliyah, and I'm your other host, Dara. Free Britney! Yay! <laughs>